Greetings, and welcome to the Pampering Myself Podcast, an advocacy for self-care. We'll laugh, we'll cry, and most importantly, we'll learn that you can't pour from an empty cup. You'll hear stories, interviews, and conversations which will empower you in living your best life. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Pampering Myself. Pampering Myself is not only just about taking care of our outer part of our body. Uh, By that, I mean going to spas, getting our nails done, all the things that we love and enjoy to do. But it's also about taking care of our health. And so I thought today we would talk about hypertension, something that is near and dear to me. Um, Hypertension is also known as high blood pressure. So you may have heard those terms used interchangeably, but they mean the same thing. And according to a cardiologist, Dr. Holly Anderson, hypertension or high blood pressure is also called the silent killer because very few people know when their blood pressure is up. And according to the findings for the CDC, that's the Center for Disease Control, high blood pressure is also Um, known to be the silent killer. And so that's what our topic is going to be about today, which could account for the high numbers of people who suffer from heart disease and strokes. But I guess you can say I'm one of the lucky people. Um, I was diagnosed with hypertension when I was 15 years old. My parents took me to the doctor because I was complaining about frequent headaches. Now, oftentimes, Um, It is believed that children may have uh, issues with their sights. Maybe they need glasses when they get these headaches, especially at a young age, because we think children shouldn't be getting headaches. But headaches are always a sign of something that is wrong. So when they took me to the doctor, I went through a series of uh, medical tests. You can imagine lab Uh, results and things to see what was possibly causing these headaches. Now, the test that I remember the most that it was terrible was a 24-hour urine collection. I had to pee in a cup and pour it in a jug. Now, the only good thing about that whole situation was I was able to stay at home. And fortunately, the test results did show I had a protein in my urine which is a condition called proteinuria. Now, proteinuria is a sign of kidney disease, or it can be the result of overproduction of the proteins by the body. And apparently, I'm going by memory, I didn't have enough protein in my urine to cause alarm. Now, I have to admit, I was overweight, And yes, I was also smoking cigarettes, even at 15, maybe two to three a day. And after all, I was a teenager. And so it wasn't like I was walking around the house smoking a half a pack or a pack a day, uh, which I eventually did. But knowing now the risk factors, that could have contributed to my um, headaches and things of that nature. I'm, I'm not quite sure. But the Center for Disease Control said that hypertension is common and it is a dangerous condition. One out of every three adults 
or check this number out, 75 million people have high blood pressure. And only half or about 54% of them have their blood pressure under control. That is a high number. One out of every three. And, and the concern would be, do they even know it? So we're walking around like a ticking time bomb. Uh, it increases your risk factors for heart disease and strokes, which is two of the leading cause of death. And so it would be imperative that we get our blood pressure checked. Well, the headaches continue for a few more years. And I would just take over-the-counter medicine, you know, to relieve the pain, Tylenol, etc., whatever it was. But I can recall some times when my head was hurting so bad that I could hardly see. And I would just lay down to get rid of it. And most often that would help. Sometimes it would and sometimes it wouldn't. Now, I was in, ironically, a nurse's training program in high school. And in my senior year, I was assigned to Harper Hospital for co-op training. You know, when you're in these trade, go to these trade schools, which Murray Wright was a trade school, they often send you for co-op training to get experience in the area you were in. And so I was assigned to go to Harper Hospital. Well, back then, we were known as candy stripers. And maybe you know about candy stripers, maybe you don't. Uh, that's really irrelevant. But um, I had to take a physical. And when I took the physical, it came back as uh, not, not passing. And that's where the issue of my blood pressure came back up. It had been about a two-year span where nothing apparently happened. I wasn't putting, putting on any medications or anything of that nature. When After taking those tests when I was 15 years old, I guess somebody dropped the ball. I didn't go back to the doctor anymore, and I don't know. I'm guessing that my parents were probably told that if I lose some weight, exercise more, that maybe I would, uh, my blood pressure would go down. But I don't know what happened. Any case, I didn't pass that physical. So Harper Hospital told me that I would have to get under a doctor's care in order for me to make it through the co-op program in order for me to even be accepted. Well, that's a story for another time. I didn't get under the doctor's care once again. Therefore, I didn't get to uh, do my training at Harper Hospital. And so time moved on. So fast forward to two years after graduation when I applied for an office position at the same hospital. Harper Hospital, yep. I still had to take that physical. And once again, I failed. Now, only this time I made that doctor's appointment and got on a treatment plan because that was the only way that they were going to hire me. So I got the job, but I didn't stay on the treatment plan. Well, you know, here I am. I'm 21, 22 years old. I would do the doctors know. Uh, I stopped taking it. Headaches continued. Uh, I continued to take Tylenol, et cetera, or whatever to get rid of them. 
they were weren't as frequent as they had been in the past. It could have been because I was under less stress. I don't know what type of stress I was under at 15, but I don't know if it was stress-related then or it turned out to be stress-related, but there are a lot of things that could cause um, high blood pressure. But the most important thing is a treatment plan. So they got worse. And when my mother died, I think they even accelerated more because the responsibility uh, that I had at the time just seems to be uh, overwhelming. So finally, I decided I had enough. I went back to the doctor, and he told it to me this way. You are literally cutting years off of your life by not taking your blood pressure medicine. I can't make you take it, but if you want to live, you better. Wow. Imagine being told that those words resonated with me because it dawned on me that I was really committing suicide, self-destructing by not taking my medication. So I did a little research. Uh, uh, let's say uh, online activity was not all that great. I was given some pamphlets in the past. I used to just toss them to the side in the car. But I began to read them and find out all the things that could affect my internal organs. And kidneys, of course, was one. And then I thought back to when I was 15 years old and they talked about the protein in my kidneys. And it just scared me because at that point, I began to think, yes, I, I could... I could cause a big problem by not taking my medication or not being on the treatment plan. So from that day to this, I don't play with my medicine. Now, back to the CDC, it says it can damage your health in so many ways, damaging organs like your heart and your brain. But there are ways that you can control your blood pressure and protect your kidneys. Now, I've been on medications for 40 years. That is an awful long time. And the concern with being on medication at that point was that the medication itself could do harm. Fortunately, all my lab work comes back great. I still continue to take my blood pressure. I'm not under any direct stress that would affect me on an ongoing basis some stress and stress is going to come does not bother me so I have found ways to try to keep my weight under control to eat proper I'm not saying I'm a hundred percent because none of us can really be a hundred percent all the time but looking for ways to be able to keep that under control is is important and it's a part of my um, daily life so Diva, which is also a kidney center, um, recommends that you eat in certain foods to protect and restore your kidneys to health. And these are things that you can cook with naturally or that you can eat raw, such as bell peppers, cabbage, cauliflower, garlic. We've heard for years that garlic's good for your blood pressure. Onions. Oh, I love onions and everything. Apples, cranberries, blueberries. So I've come up with this plan. 
now because of, um, I don't necessarily eat as often or as much as I um, probably should when it comes to vegetables and fruits. What I've committed to doing is one smoothie at least five times a week. One a day, five times a week. And it contains my green vegetables, which would be either, I switch it up, it would be lettuce or uh, spinach, uh, kale, something of that nature. I put that in a container. I put ginger in there. I use coconut water instead of juices. I put frozen fruit, and that includes my uh, cranberries, my blueberries, and more importantly, bananas. I remember back in the day, I used to tell my doctor, I'm not, I can't eat no bananas when my potassium was low. Because, of course, there's a potassium issue when you take diuretics. And I take diuretics because of the blood pressure medicine. And so it was stripping the potassium out. So I had to keep my potassium levels high. So then I got on potassium pills. And the goal here is to get off all of that and to maintain healthy levels. But in the meantime, working towards getting healthier, monitoring. So I'm not going to give you numbers here, what is to be high and what is to be low, because some people have low blood pressure. What I'm suggesting is that you monitor. I do have a monitor. Find out what is a good blood pressure level for you, because we're all different. My numbers might seem high to one person and might seem low to someone else, but there is a normal range, and I'm not qualified to give you that range. Seek that information from your doctor and then purchase a monitor for home. And when you do that, take that monitor to the doctor's office and have them make sure it's calibrated equally so that you're not getting a false reading. I remember when um, I was going back and forth to the doctor, which I still am every three months, and she was taking my blood pressure, and we would get in there, and they would, she would say, your blood pressure's kind of high. And I said, well, I don't understand that. She first chalked it up to white coat syndrome. That's whenever you see a doctor, you get a little excited. Um, no, I told her my blood pressure was high from sitting out there in that lobby. That's why my blood pressure was high. But anyway, I changed my appointments. I became first. And when I got there, um, it's a 45-minute drive. Uh, I was usually hyped up anyway, so I learned to relax. Keyword, relax. So the drive, I learned to relax. When I got in her office, I knew that, you know, she's a talker. So I knew that there was going to be some timing issue. I no longer let that bother me. And then my blood pressure began to be normal. And we also noticed the cup, depending on whether she used a small cup or the large cup, would depend on how my blood pressure was read. So there are a lot of factors that can change it, which is why I suggest you take in your personal blood pressure um, equipment because they want to make sure. So when I was telling her that I document my own blood pressure at home, she didn't believe that it was the same. So she requested that I bring it in.
and we tested it and the numbers were identical. And this was an over-the-counter um, from a CVS uh, store where I purchased my blood pressure reading. And so it made things a lot different. So you want to change your eating habits. You want to make sure you check your blood pressure. Um, and please do those physicals. As I said, I was 15 years old um, trying to tell someone in their 20s that, you know, they need to go to the doctor. I know it was difficult with my daughter, my nieces. Oh, you know, we young old people experience that. Uh, we are seeing that people are dropping on the basketball court. These young folks are dying from heart disease and strokes and things just as well as older people. And at 15 years old, I was blessed, fortunate enough that hypertension was identified, but more fortunate enough that I made it from the time that I was 15 to my 20s to get some medication. Because imagine at 15, if I had become an athlete or something and did um, sports, I could have easily dropped it to the floor as well. Because it is a silent killer. I got the headaches, some people get no signs. So I'm encouraging you as part of pampering myself for you to go to the doctor and get those blood pressure readings. And have a great day.